Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Holy shit. You're now locked into the Facts for Trying podcast. Season 3, episode 10. 10. Yeah, that's right. It's part 2. Yeah, that's right. It's me with Hannah N.S. Flint intrepid film journalist critic podcaster host you know all of that already this is part two which means i've decided to split the episode into two really elongate it and to really satisfy my ocd tendencies so i can finish season three on 10 episodes isn't that fucking smart so that's what i'm doing If you're at home and it's still before Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. If it is after Christmas, Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Enjoy this uh, part two of the episode where we sound more and more fucking wrecked as it carries on. So, uh, yeah, enjoy that. And I'm sorry if uh, I offend you. Big up. I sound good. Oh, I'm <laughs> We just had like uh, a, uh, an hour long uh, break or a week long or two days. I don't even know when I'll release this. It's 2033. <laughs> it's 20, the year is 20. Um, look, so the, the tradition, even if this is episode the two, part two or not, we've got to do a shot. Except this one is the first time I've ever done a shot of Kahlua. Kahlua, yeah. I made white Russians uh, the other day, so I've got coffee liqueur in the most fanciest um, shot glasses that look like mini wine glasses. Delicious. Maybe I should take a photo and then. All right, we're gonna do it. Let me just do a quick for the gram. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh god, hand, great. Are you ready? I'm I'm putting on a smile, but it's not a smile. It's like. It's good. So if anyone, if anyone vomits today, today will okay, be Okay, here we go. Cheers. Non non social distance washing. Cheers. Air, yeah, and air, cheers. <laughs> it's actually delicious. I think I made a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, you were like, oh God, it's too much. But it tastes like. It's fucking delicious. I want a whole bottle. Let's yeah, <laughs> right. go. That's fucking delicious. Yeah, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> I'm cutting you off. <laughs> no, I can get you some off. Happy Wait. Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. If you're at home, um, avoiding. Avoiding. Uh, uh, your parents, who you have a very troubled relationship with, shout out to yourself. Um, if you, you are at home in your room and you've just watched uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, shout out to yourself. Yeah, big up yourself. If you're listening to, to, to our voices and uh, it's relaxing you into a slumber, shout out yourself. Uh, I, hope, I hope that we're giving you real, real good dreams. And if you're asleep and you've left it playing... Um, then this is your secret super soldier activation <laughs> code. The uh, 10 words. 10 words. Lasagna. <laughs> Railway. Antelope. <laughs> this Dale is- Winton. <laughs> imagine, imagine if a Russian super soldier's activation code was Dale Winton. Look, you have not seen Falcon and Winter Soldier there. It could happen. It could happen. I, we haven't seen what Bucky needs. Big, big news, like- guys. I am the guest writer on one episode there you go <laughs> and and it is bucky needing to hear the words dale winton episode seven supermarket suite <laughs> activation code um okay so we're gonna go straight into the hot spicy buttery 
uh, under the patio segment, which I wasn't actually going to do anymore because after this season, uh, but these are bonus episodes. So uh, after the season, I just wasn't even going to do it anymore. But I thought, you know what? And with uh, the, the, the world famous critique, um, Hannah Flint. So I just thought, why don't we do a special uh, a, a bit? I've had one or two vodkas. Give me a break. Um, <laughs> that Kahlua is really hitting, isn't it? <laughs> that Kahlua hits that spot. Um, you know, spat. I thought, how about we do a movie uh, special yeah. uh, under the patio, which is things, not people. You know, as regulars will notice, I usually say people. Things in movies. You just, you just kind of want to bury under the patio. Things that really piss you off about films, tropes, actors, things, whatever the f- I've said things already twice. I, I don't have much, I don't have much material. I'll be honest. The thing, John Carpenter. <laughs> so uh, uh, things in cinema that really piss you off. And uh, uh, Hannah's got some suggestions hidden in her store ready to hit me. But my one before I go, before she goes, uh, is- He knows we're going to be a while for me. So it's like getting yeah, yours let, let me get my Let me get mine in. Okay, all right. And I tweeted about it actually recently and I deleted it because I fucking hate Twitter at the moment. I get, I get freaked out, I get anxious. I tweet something and then I'm like, no, uh, no one finds it funny and then I delete it so um my one is in films when they're there's the, there's the scary person and then they're looking across the street and he stood across the street and then two cars pass oh yeah you said this yeah you, you text me this didn't you yeah and then he disappears mm. that pisses me off man because that's in every film and I've I'll be honest I'm a bit drunk I've tried to do that before I've yeah. tried, it's really difficult yeah you know, I'm waving to someone and I'm like, oh, wait a second. There's cars passing. Let me duck into the back. He's gone. He's gone. Well, I, that annoys me. That annoys what me. What was actually. the movie that you watched that really like put you like in this very mind of like, fuck this fucking trope. <laughs> Dead to me. I don't even, I've seen it. In so, I saw it in one recently and I, and I got so angry about it that I tweeted it and I don't even remember what the film was. <laughs> you know what? It was Titanic. <laughs> they would they were saying goodbye and then all of a sudden there was an iceberg he was behind the iceberg <laughs> and then she looked away and come back round he's gone so mm. you know what that was just a set you off on the right tone why don't you why don't you hit me with yours well my 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 kind of quick and easy one um is when um women in specifically in action films mm-hmm. or you know any type of film where someone is doing something active is um where they like don't have their hair tied up there's mm-hmm. a bit and I, I'll, I'll i'll bring this up an example of what really irked me in a film that i love um thor ragnarok mm-hmm. um there's a bit where like throughout the film like tessa thompson's character valkyrie um, she's got her hair tied up in a very specific style. And then mm. suddenly, um, as she's fighting the big bad at the end, mm. which is Hello, Kate Blanchett, she comes out of this spaceship with Thor and Hulk or whatever, mm-hmm. who else is there, and suddenly her hair's down. Mm. I'm like, babe, why would you take your hair down for like a massive fight? Any person with long hair will know that if you're doing anything active, you're going to tie that shit up. It just makes no sense because your hair just flips in your face. It's like in your eyes. It's annoying. The one Mm -hmm. movie that I've seen done it well is in in Birds of Prey, which Mm -hmm. came out this year, Mm -hmm. where there's this big scene at the the big finale scene. That was one of the last films we saw in the cinema because I went with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a scene where, um, who is it? What's the name of... um, Journey Smollett mm-hmm, Bells. Mm-hmm. Was that her name? Mm, What's so. her name? Smollett? I don't Have know. I drunk? Well, Am I drunk? We can. Her character, Canary. Her character mm-hmm. is called Canary, I think. And she's got her hair down, looking all levels are fine, mm-hmm. um, as they all do in Best yeah, Of course. Um, but there's a bit where she's like, oh, hair's getting away. And then Harley's like, yo, do you want a hairband? And she's like, oh, she said hair tie, because that's what we say in America. It's like, yeah, I love it. And then she ties her hair up. I was like, yes, mm. finally. So that's one of the big things that kind of irks me, the way that like women who have long hair do not tie their hair up for mm. um, um, work or... Look, Steven, S- Steven Seagal did session. it. Yeah, you know what? We could all learn a lot. Steven Seagal did Steven it. Seagal. He literally just, he's got it in a little fucking yeah. ponytail. Done. You know, like, look, I'm more in the Bruce Willis camp. 
You know, shave it. I'm we've, shave got, my hair. we've got no hair. We're ready to fight at any time. Yeah, I think I'm going to join you soon. Do it. I mean, there's no problem with me trying to fight a, a, a Russian terrorist at the top of Nakatomi Yeah, Plaza. that's the only thing I was holding you back. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, I had long hair and, you know, it wasn't working. Now I've shaved it. I'm ready to go. I'll be honest. There's a lot of times I could have been a superhero, but I had long hair. Yeah, I'll be honest. That was my like kind of. Um, that's a big one. That's no, no that's my medium. Oh, that's main, the medium that's, one. You know what? That's a kind of like extra medium. That's like a medium, but my main one um, is something that I've seen a lot this year. Mm. Um, I, I don't know if you heard about this, but um, <laughs> The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I've heard of The Rock. The yeah, Rock Johnson, the Rock. Dwayne, yeah. Dwayne. You yeah. know him, Dwayne, who I've interviewed. He's a very nice guy. He's announced that he's making a remake of the Scorpion King. No, I'm gonna no. Not interested. Thank you very much. That's the right response. You passed the question. Okay. Have another shot of Kahlua. <laughs> um, no, but what really annoys me on this is thing like I'm, I've mentioned earlier, like I'm, um, I'm half Tunisian, mm-hmm. so I'm North African. I recently mm-hmm. got my DNA heritage I checked. Saw, yeah. I'm actually like proper like North African. But what I find really frustrating is that, you know, Scorpion King is part of, you know, the mummy this kind of lineage of mm-hmm. Hollywood films which take place in North Africa where it always positions non-North African people mm. in central roles. Yeah. Um, or, you know, we had... Um, what was it? I was thinking of it. What was the... Oh, we've had Oscar Isaac, right? Mm. I love Oscar Isaac. He's amazing. He's like, I think he's like Venice... I think he's Venezuelan. I want to say Venezuelan. Please don't um, test me on that. But he's Latino. And um, you remember he played um, Apocalypse in Mm X-Men, which is, again, Apocalypse is from, like, set in Egypt. He was, like, from that that. bit. You know, the whole bit in his whole sequence. He's now going to play, apparently he's going to play Moon Knight in MCU, Mm -hmm. which means that, which is a character that's actually, you know, Jewish in origin, in American Jewish, whose dad is a rabbi, but then suddenly gets imbued with these mystical powers of from an Egyptian god. You know, we've had gods of Egypt. Um, You know, there's so many ways in which North Africa is used as a backdrop for stories where they don't even get involvement in it. And it's really frustrating that once again, you know, with the announcement of, this scorpion king that there doesn't seem to be anyone who's north african Mm -hmm. who's like egyptian the very least like Mm -hmm. you know it's i'm so bored of like the only way that we talk about that region Mm. is if um we position a white actor in it or you know a not a white actor but like someone who's not of that region or Mm. we do this whole mystical identity of it i mean like the moonlight thing is like sorry i keep coming back to mcu but like moonlight is the same like Iron Fist, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like we only see this kind of region in kind of mystical, magical senses, yeah. and we position them so much different. Even though it's like kind of fresh, like stories, like mm. you know, our mutual friend Amir Masri, like mm. he's, you know, he's one of the few kind of Egyptian actors who's kind of coming out into the mainstream and able yeah. to show kind of like Mina, which is Middle East and North African representation, and actually position people who are from those regions to mm. play those characters, and it's just kind of. Yeah, for me, I'm just as someone who has never seen. I I suppose a lot of us, you know, when you're like from the diaspora, like I've never lived in Tunisia, but a lot of the stuff that we learn mm. about the culture we try and take from mm. cinema or mm-hmm. TV or football. No, exactly. <laughs> That's I mean, literally yeah, it. No. As, but yeah, no. Look, I'm so I'm so glad and happy that the the throughout the I guess 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 fucking hell, fucker. Um, I guess that. With the past couple of years, even pre-corona, there's been a lot of people talking about this stuff, and I'm so happy about having conversations. Um, I'm also quite happy with. I feel like when you used to have these conversations, not you personally, but people used to have them. Um, there was a lot of, why do you have to bring up these things? Yeah. Why do you have to be so political all the time? Why do you, can't you just watch a film and enjoy it and just see that this white guy dressed up and yeah. just accept it? And I, I feel like now it's a lot more acceptable for people to actually call people up on it. Um, and, and I've even seen it with the Miss Marvel show on MCU yeah. uh, very recently where people are saying, uh, well... Obviously, she's supposed to be Pakistani, uh, which, which she is, the actress. But then they're talking about, um, you know, a lot of uh, the other the a- actors that have been cast, yeah. not necessarily being from the right backgrounds. And yeah. and I, under, I, I, I kind of, st- I'm really glad the conversation's happening because it forces directors, casting uh, uh, agents, whoever, just to be like, 
okay, we actually feel the pressure now to do it. Fucking right, you should feel the pressure. Yeah, and I think people kind of misunderstand the fact that um, the kind of politics within it, you know, mm. if you're going to, I mean, you know, Miss Marvel as an example, you know, she's supposed to be, I, I'll tell you what, I interviewed the Russos um, for this other movie called Mosul, which mm. is on Netflix right now. Um, and it was about the kind of Iraqi special forces who kind of brought, mm. like save the city. Right. And, uh, you know, at first you're like, oh, this is great. But then you realize that the person who made it, this guy, um, he's the writer and director of the film is a white guy. Mm. He did like Kingdom of Heaven, which is this movie with Jamie Foxx um, and Jennifer Garner a few years ago. But so I was like, and there was a lot of uproar with people who in the MENA community who are like, oh, wait a sec, why? If this is supposed to be such an authentic Iraqi story, why mm. is a white man yeah, writing it and directing it? And what's so interesting, because when I went to Toronto Film Festival and I kind of wanted to get, I wanted to interview them to ask these questions. I feel... As someone who's one, I suppose, just for my position as someone who has access, mm. you know, I want to broach these questions. I want to ask these questions. I want to promote and interrogate the yeah. way that, like, people who are from the Middle East and North Africa are represented on screen, especially in Hollywood. Mm. Because I think it's also that people who are from the diaspora who aren't, you know, who live in the UK, who live in America, who kind of like, yeah. you know, they, they, we all take in pop culture and like Western culture in the same mm. way, but we also have this kind of our, our heritage and our background that we either kind of position ourselves that we only see each other's in, in negative ways. Mm. Um, and this is one of the few ways where it's kind of positive because you've got Iraqi heroes. And what's interesting, they had like a, a director who was a consultant on it, but he was an award-winning director. It's like, well, why is any directing it? Right. Mm. But I remember at the end of the conversation, cause obviously the Russo's directed, um, you know, Civil War, um, Winter Soldier, Endgame, Infinity War. I said, oh, so when do you reckon we're going to have like an Iraqi superhero? He goes, oh, well, we've got an Arab superhero, right? This is Joe. He's like, we've got an Arab superhero, right? Miss Marvel. And I'm like, she's Pakistani Muslim. It's that way that we kind of just like- bunched, bunched in together. We just, we're just, it's this, it's this kind of like, other is like put into this one like yeah. mesh. I mean, it's complicated when you have an Indian actor playing a Pakistani character but it, but it confuses the, the, the western thing it's it's like the same it would be the same as me being like oh that american's doing it oh it's just australian it's the same thing yeah i think it's not saying uh, you know people say there's not people there there's not enough actors and stuff it's like why is it there is it because hmm. they've been shut out like are we not making opportunities for people from different backgrounds look at <laughs> look at the films that could have Arab or you know even Arab doesn't even constitute because mm. not everyone considers Arab but Middle East and North African actors you know mm. look at Aladdin yeah which is you know it's set in Agrabah one of the songs is called Arabian Nights you know even in the new in even the new version they base all the kind of like uh, production design on Moroccan places mm -hmm. so that you know North African and you know they cast someone who was like half Indian and it's like, once again, you're saying you're creating Same this thing. kind of like this kind of amalgamation mm. of what the East is. And it's like what we talk about, like about Orientalism. It's like you're yeah. just creating this kind of one size fits all ethnicities for anyone with brown skin. Mm. And, you know, when The Rock played Scorpion King, like, I mean, he's Polynesian, I think his background, you know, mm. he's not mm. that. And it's fun, you know, but he's also he's also playing Black Adam, who's another Egyptian character. Mm. And it's like, well, you keep saying, oh, well, where are they? It's like, well, because you're not looking hard enough. You're not giving them space to actually so come up. so many incredible actors from yeah. that region. And like, all you have to do is look. I think, you know, I'm, again, as a, I've been re watching a lot of like, trying to expand my horizons of what I'm watching. It's sometimes mm. hard to get access to certain films because they're not distributed. Or, mm. you know, because we have so many tentpole releases, like, you know, Endgame was in cinema for over a year, but what does mm. that mean for other independent cinema mm -hmm. that doesn't get to have that space in a cinema because we're so reliant yeah. on them? Do you, do you think that now with cinemas playing less of an important role, uh, unfortunately, in, in our current times, do you think that will even the playing field? It's hard to say right now because now we're getting into a situation where, you know, 
Warner is putting their next mm. next year of release. They've said next year of release, their 17 films are going to go onto HBO Max. I mean, that's them trying to save their streaming service, which hasn't done that well. Mm. You know, Disney are just announcing they're going to have so much more stuff on their Disney Plus, increasing, you know, creating a new whole thing called Stars or something to put more, you know, original content on. I mean, we have to accept the fact that the way that we're evolving, the mm. way we consume entertainment has evolved. Yeah. But what's interesting is that during this pandemic, we've seen Netflix putting films in cinemas. Like all of their new mm -hmm. stuff, like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Child of Chicago 7, you know, they've all had mm. theatrical windows. Yeah. I think we're just going to have to change it. But the thing is like, I mean, you want to see things on the big screen. Like that experience is something that's amazing. There's nothing better. Nothing. Like the, 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 I just the, hope the, it would be spending less money on them. Like the amount that they spend on these films, like, bring like said it like bring back the mid-budget movie like they spend 200 million on a film that can make 10 movies like and then yeah. you're not reliant on these these one film to make back all their box office and make more right Look, if, if if there's less transformers films because of this <laughs> yeah. then i'm happy yeah less less michael bay less if there's less michael bay michael nay oh <laughs> Then, Nay, I'll, so. then I'll have another pandemic <laughs> yeah. in 2021, please. Yeah. Like I'll, um, the the one film I've seen since this pandemic, since I saw like Birds of Prey with you, um, has been On the Rocks. Yeah, um, what do you with think With Bill of that? Murray, and like you know what, I loved that film for, for because it was such a like uh, I mean, it was such a quiet film. Mm. It was such have you you seen it? I take yeah, it. I saw it. Like it. It, I, I found it was a really beautiful film and the fact that like not giving any twist or away or spoiler away, it, it kind of doesn't do the thing that you kind of expect it to do. And it was just more kind of plodded along like real life plods along. And it, Bill Murray was as problematic in it as you expected humans to be. I found it, I just found with that, like there was nothing about it that felt... Um, really interrogating what it set out to do. It just felt like I was like, it's clearly Sophia Coppola mm. writing about her relationship with her own father, Francis mm -hmm. Ford Coppola. I think it's for people who don't know. <laughs> who don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like it didn't, um, I wasn't like that sold on it. I, oh, it just seemed a whole lot away. of rich people faff about nothing. Isn't that every film? Isn't that the Avengers? Yeah, but at least they're like <laughs> unlikable characters. Like there's no, but like at least that's, that's <laughs> That is fair. literally the Avengers. Hey, hey, no, look, hey, I Steve Rogers. He doesn't come from money. It is so interesting of... how we like billionaires who are superheroes, but like then as Jeff Bezos is like, oh, we, we, you, Yeah, dude. we love Iron Man, but I fucking hate you. I don't love Musk. Iron Man. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so, someone said like, someone said. I just watched the fucking Letterman thing with uh, oh, Robert yeah. Downey Jr., which was, it was, fa it was fascinating. And I do like him. I do. And I, I but then that's the, the, the oh, sorry, we're, we're confusing character film characters with humans. but Because they play themselves on screen and that's why you confuse them because they basically play themselves. True. But, um, you know, we, we, we like so many celebrities that are fucking multi-millionaires. We relate to, to George Clooney, for example, you know, because I've always loved George Clooney. And um, he's so, so, so rich. Yeah. We, we relate to like all of these people that we, we see on screen and in interviews and we think they're, they're wonderful, loving human beings. I mean, I don't relate to them. I did relate to the bit. Did you read that interview that you did recently? Well, first of all, what big George? I hope I'm going to be counted in one of the friends that you give a million to. Oh wait, sorry, we, we didn't even say that on air though. Uh, I was saying to Anna uh, uh, that when I died, whether I would give you money. Yeah. Yeah, of course you can. You can have my money. Yeah, good. <laughs> That'll be a transfer of one pound fifty-three. <laughs> one pound fifty-three. No, Get the, yourself a goddamn meal deal I sandwich, think, baby. You know what? It's so weird, isn't it? Like I'm thirty-two. You're 35. <laughs> no, I'm 35. I'm proud. I'm, an, like, I'm an old man. It's so man. weird to think like, oh, now do we have to get wills? I'm like, what are my assets? It's like my asset is... Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. My Grogu. Grogu, Wait, sorry. sorry. What would you name Baby... Baby? I'm going to call him Baby Yoda right now because Grogu is a fucking gross name. I wonder I wonder if it's like John Favreau's like kid came up with Grogu. 
I, I don't mind Grogu. I think for me, he's Grogu because he is Grogu and that's what he is officially. That's he canon. Is Grogu, it's canon. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's canon, canon. No, Grogu. It's, it's fair enough. Look, I've got a stupid name. We, you know, it's fine. So I'm munching, name- like, I'm munching like these things now because we've had quite a few drink and I need to have um, love corn. Love P.S. corn. P.S. We're crunchy. We're delicious. Mm. I just got loads of uh, out of date corn snacks because I've, I've been volunteering and I don't say that in a you know uh, comic relief let's all go to Africa and pretend that we're helping people way I'm not trying to say it like that I, I can do I that because I'm North African I got a DNA test <laughs> <but. laughs> uh, just saying been, 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 if, if you can everyone out there if you can in this time do some volunteering man you know not uh, un, in the uh, empathetic unselfish way uh, you get to help people and it's really lovely in the completely selfish way, it makes you feel better for being alive. You know what? Any, do you remember that episode of Friends where it's like, where Joe was like, there's no such thing as selfless charity. And I was like, yeah, mm. of course there's not. It makes you feel great. Like, it makes you feel wonderful. Like there's nothing wrong with feeling good about doing good things. That yeah. should be your incentive to do good things because it makes you feel good. Yeah, makes like, you feel good, man. Like last Christmas. Last Christmas. Oh, no, no, sorry. I've heard it now. Oh no, well, I'm again I haven't heard, 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 heard it yet. Sorry. sorry. I haven't heard it yet. I hadn't even watched the fucking Amelia What's her Face film. <laughs> 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 like, I hadn't even seen the, I'd like, I, you know what, you know, how I know it's Christmas I got two rules I probably said it last no I didn't say it last I say it every year um, two rules uh, it's not the last Christmas it's not fucking wham it's have I heard stay another day I won't sing it have you heard it I haven't heard it yet okay I won't sing it so I haven't heard stay another Alexa. day yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard it yet that means it's not Christmas okay someday sometimes I'll be honest with you Anna Flint I'll be honest with you some years I ain't heard it, therefore it ain't Christmas. Oh well. Therefore I don't even have Christmas because I have no stay another day. Christmas does not exist. It doesn't exist. But then you hear it in you hear it in like July. You're like, like July. Okay, I'm ready, guys. You Woo! Can, all right, kids, you can finally have your presents. It's July. I've heard the song. The other one is Two Become One. Have I heard Two Become One yet? No. Oh my God, it ain't Christmas. Such a good Christmas song. It's such a great Christmas song. People don't think that two but human you know what's entities. So interesting <laughs> is that Spice Girls released released Goodbye. Wait, well, it was a Christmas song. No, but it released at Christmas. It was Christmas number one, I believe. Yeah, Do you but remember? Then when, was was Christmas be, when was Two Become? That one must have been a Christmas song because it was a fucking deer in the video. It might have been released around Christmas. Maybe it's I got to be. Why they're wearing winter jackets? They they there's a deer hanging out. Um, on the you do street. realize we live in the UK. It calls for winter jackets quite often. Hey, it's winter from fucking August the first until <laughs> I love May that. the first. Imagine, imagine that Game of Thrones. It's like winter is May yeah. to <laughs> May till August. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the official uh, yeah, tagline yeah, yeah, for. Winter is not coming. It's just const- it's constantly here. Yeah, this is this is it. No, you know what? I m- I miss the days of uh of 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 um watching TFI Friday. God, that was so long ago. God, Chris Evans. A big breakfast. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like you're nostalgic. really showing your <laughs> show my age. That's that's real. It's real depressing. I'm gonna get real depressing right now. I know. I miss Big Breakfast <laughs> and Donna Air. You know what I miss? I miss SMTV Live. I love that fucking show. That was the best TV show ever made. It was. That was better than The Wire. (laughs) Don't. And I watched The Wire. Oh my God. Like I watched The Wire for the first. So this, we said, Mm. this has been a year of watching things that you've never seen. I watched The Wire. Mm -hmm. God, it's so good, isn't it? In 2005, I lived in Washington, D.C., which is, uh, uh, if, if you don't know, there's no shame in that. I'm not trying to single you out. It's very close to Baltimore where the wire was filmed mm. and um, about 40 minute drive. And so I was down in Baltimore uh, quite a lot. Shout out the bottle. Don't worry. It's got a lid on it. I did go, I did go to like the hood, hood, hood where they filmed the wire around really? that time though. In yeah. Ba- in Baltimore. I'd I love, love to go Baltimore. there. My, Cause I recorded a song down there with a rap called Salim. My second experience with Baltimore. And I don't know if I've ever told anyone this. Um, oh my god first exclusive exclusive um was when i was supposed to be an extra in a film that at the time was called high school musical this is in 2005 no like actual high school musical so i don't know i I, I don't know if i've I've mentioned this publicly but wildcats i've never seen the film i have i've never seen seen it either so i went down there i was going out with a a, a sorority girl cheerleader Mm -hmm. uh no she was like like a, a swim league 
whatever America where I lived over there in 2005 and and we f- we went on t- it was a gum tree thing like needing mm. extras and so we drove I drove down there or she drove down there and um to 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 do this we went down it was high school it was like label you know everything has code names the films this is called high school musical I got there on set and and I was in Baltimore oh wait is it step up turned out it was step up sorry i totally ruined it there but i was like baltimore high school musical but it's not high school musical i mean that, that you ruined it you ruined I'm it so but, sorry <laughs> but it was step it was step up sick and, but Wait, I, didn't, I didn't have the right visa they didn't let me in so she was you've in told it. me about this yeah. this is why i'm probably gay guessed yeah. it but yeah so you the know, original one with Jenna Dewan and Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum and like I was there, I was supposed to be in it. I so could have been, I could have been, been in Step Up Three, Take the Kingdom. You know, I could have been in Step Up Six, Fat, <laughs> fat Guy doing a dance. <laughs> no, I was in when I was a kid. My my earliest claim to fame, swish his hair back. Um, I did swish his hair back for the mm-hmm, benefit did, of the did, podcast. Did, did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was on uh, Play Days mm. back in the day with Dave Benson Phillips. He came to my school oh, in man. London. Big Dave. Yeah, Big D. <laughs> Didn't say that at the time. Um, but we did a game with like bags, like bags of, you know, it was like bean bags, like small mm. that you throw at people. Well, you didn't throw it at people, but you know, people. Hacky sacks in America. Hacky sack film. Shinder's List. <laughs> She's all that. Wow. <laughs> okay, I've never seen wow. Shizzle. No, wait, I have seen. You haven't seen the classics, have you? I don't see classic films. It's I'm not, not interested. It's, it's not a classic. I ain't <laughs> seen Grease. You haven't seen Grease? I ain't seen Grease. Absolutely. Get out of my face. <laughs> How have you not seen Grease? Right, so we've got Grease. We've got... Titanic. No, you saw it. No, no, I, recently I saw it. Dirty yeah, Dancing recently. Dirt, no, there was another one you hadn't seen. I was like, oh, Bend It Like Beckham. Never seen it. Yes, Right, okay. Right, let's just... You know what? It's fine. I'm cool. I'm chill. Grease is on... Why would I watch Grease? What what part of my life would suggest that I would ever have the need to watch Grease? It's not about a need. It's about a necessity. When I was out there on the streets selling <laughs> drugs... It's the streets <laughs> what raised me. When I was listening to Noriega, when would I when would I need to listen? When would I need to watch Grease? Oh God, yeah. You know, I really love to see like our like Spotify most playlists, and it'd be me like like Moana. Yeah, mine's Noriega, Super Thug. <laughs> mine's like Into the Unknown, Frozen Two. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, no, look, I want to watch Grease. Like I, I've never, uh, you know, who I didn't even know who John Travolta was. <laughs> I feel like we should only appreciate John Travolta within a certain amount of time because after you did Battlefield Earth, it's like that's when we should just cut it off. Be like, no yeah, more, no, no, no more. I think I've nearly finished. Fun- I've nearly finished my bottle of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got so many toys and tobacco and uh, half-eaten seaweed packets on the table. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Non non serious conversation. This is why I ask everyone. If you could eat, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me sip this. If you could eat uh, a, a creature from film or it's been a long time from film or TV, uh, what would you eat and who? How would you eat it? Uh, my answer is the long dog from Neverending Story. That's my. You know what? I was thinking about that today. I was thinking about that because it looks like Harry Styles. His face. What's his name? Uh, not Atreyu, that was the horse. You know what the mad thing is? Every episode I've said, oh, what's his name? And someone's told me what his name was. I don't fucking remember. You know why? I don't listen to people and I don't no. give a fuck what they got to say. No, also, never ending story, false advertisement. It ended. It ended. Those fucking lying ass bitches. You yeah. know what I mean? That fucking ended and here I am waiting. I want my money back. <laughs> hey, Give me my money back. Well, his never-ending story, 13. That's <laughs> what I want to know. <laughs> you know what? I'd like to be in never-ending like never story, 13. No. Uh, end harder. What would we... <laughs> to never, to ending. Um, okay. <laughs> 13. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. <laughs> so what would you eat and how would you cook it? Um, so I've got two things. So I'm going to go first one. So you remember that scene in The Little Mermaid where they sing Under the Sea? Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
I would eat every single one of those fish, mm-hmm. but yeah. I would catch them. Okay. And I'd prepare them into a paella, mm, a, a seafood paella. First, I'd have to Google how to make a paella. Yeah, yeah, fair play. You've got to get that saffron. You've got to get that special okay, rice. Okay, so what I'd get is Corin to make the paella. Yeah, fine. And I would, I would drink while watching and, mm. you know, manage the situation. Sounds but wouldn't great. it be good? Like, there's so many fish in that situation. I think it'd be the perfect seafood paella. I mean, there's a lot of fish there. And, you know, I'm sure there's mussels hanging out in the back. I'm sure there's, like, lobsters around, probably. I mean, it's the Look, sea. There's definitely... It's the sea. There's, there's definitely carp, because the some... carp play the harp. Is that what they do? Okay. And there's, like, the the bass play the bass. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they all Jamaican? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't get a lot from Sebastian. Because mm, mm, he's mm. a pretty tiny, and as we saw no, in that just situation, punch, just punch him to death anyway. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to get the sea, the sea creatures of undersea, into a seafood paella. I think that'd be great. I mean, delicious. I would, I would arrive at that party. Yeah, it sounds so good. It's I'd eat and then I'd leave. So I'd have that. That'd be one, and then I'd also. So this summer, I've kind of learned how to like fry things. Mm. I watched this episode of Ugly Delicious, and mm-hmm. it was a specific one about fried chicken. Yeah. I was like, oh, this looks really great. So I've been making a lot of fried. I made fried chicken, but I've also made fried fake chicken mm. and also made fried prawns and stuff. But what I'd really like to do, I think porgs would be a perfect little porgs from Star Wars. Yeah, the shit Star Wars. The um, Would you have a side of blue milk? Wait, what are you saying? The shit stuff? You saying Last Jedi's shit? Of course it was fucking piece of shit. It was the worst wow. piece of shit film I've ever seen. Like, I, <laughs> Wow. You know, it's you been a. Even, you didn't even argue with me when I said that about Clockwork Orange, but you're okay. Now you're you're ready to fight. Because Last Jedi was was great. Like, <laughs> Last Jedi is What's better. your damage? What's your damage, Heather? <laughs> what's your damage with Last Jedi? What the fuck? Like honestly, I'm, what was like, the, which who was, are you right now? Which one was the blue milk? That was the Last Jedi. Was it? Wait, why, why was did you hate why the Last Jedi? Why was he gargling blue milk? Wow, oh my God, my mind is like blown. <coughs> didn't I take you to see Last Jedi? No. That's why I didn't know. This is the first. This is this is brand This is brand new information. Um, oh, Sorry, what? All of the Star Wars, uh, apart from Mandalorian, are fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, I can't even engage in this conversation. Mandalorian is the best piece of cinema that Star Wars has ever done. Mandalorian, though, is fucking <laughs> sick. You didn't like Rogue One? Rogue One was fucking okay, amazing. Okay, fine. No, fine. Rogue One was and fucking actually, sick. I wrote and actually, I wrote And actually, I loved Force Awakens as well. Like, when I watched that in the cinema, yeah. I was so excited and the themes came I don't know why up. you didn't like Last Jedi. I mean, I think what was really good about Last Jedi is that it kind of confronted the toxic masculinity of us not so far away, finally. Um, yeah, look, great. It, I love I loved that. I love the themes of it. But it, it sure, kinda, but it was a shit film. What do you mean? Like, honestly, you need to expand on this. I need, like, give me your details. Give me 500 words. Could I have right? a wank in The Last Jedi? No. Well, it's oh, a shit. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, and just... it all comes out. <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I didn't enjoy it as a film. I didn't. I, I, I just didn't. Yeah, that's so wild to me because I just think it really usurped your expectations of what a Star Wars film is. And like, I'm going to rewatch it because of you. What did you watch? Did you watch Rise of Skywalker? I did. I've seen them all. What Which one was say? the last one? Rise of Skywalker. Oh, that was shit. Which I my poster. I got a free one at D23. I refused to put it up. That was a terrible film. It was, see, now, I, now may, we're getting there. May, that was a bad film. When, when Luke Skywalker suckled a blue milk from some weird creature, I was out. Why though? That was so <laughs> jokes. That was like, yo... We're not gonna, but that's. But wouldn't you imagine that? It no, made, but you know what? It right, made right. Stop, stop, weird. stop, 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 stop. Yeah, but stop. Right, stop. Just, just stop for a second. Just All stop, right, hammer stop. time. Stop. <laughs> no, but can you not just imagine that? Like, if that happened in the Mandalorian, you'd be like, "Yo, that's fucking sick." Fuck if Star Wars, like, my my guy, big big Pedro, Jin Jin. Can I just say also, yeah, like this is this is this the one time that I'll say this, yeah. So I I had a, a I was in the back of a car with Pedro Pascal. Of course you were. You know what? Because it's bullshit. I don't ever ever want anyone to feel alienated to that shit. I don't live I don't live that life of hanging out with people like that. But I will say this. Me and Big Dog Pedro had a really <laughs> <laughs> Me and my best friend Pedro. I will say this. Me and my best pal Peddy. Me and P Dog. 
It's a kind of weird ped. We had a we no, you know what? He was a, he was a lovely guy. We had such a lovely chat, and uh, we just had a lovely journey home. And you know what? A big 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 Pascal was like, "Tell me all about making music." Um, but anyway, Mandalorian is the best piece of um, uh, cinema, <laughs> and, and honestly, if, if Mandalorian was released as movies fucking hell i think there's something i said i wrote a piece this year for l about how it should be the blueprint for future um star wars outings mm. i think what it does that i think what's so good about it is i think what we found with the force awakens and the legacy trilogies that we've had last jedi rise of skywalker it's the obsession with the skywalkers it's like who gives a fuck? There's a whole fucking galaxy far, far away. Let's talk about other things. And I think what's amazing... Skywalker was fucking weird, man. He's trying to fuck his sister. I'm not interested. Like, there's a lot of other shit going on in that galaxy. There's so much stuff. I mean, I, I, I've i in recent years started to, like, read some of the comics. Um, and also, I've recently been watching, like... I don't know if you watched The Clone Wars, the animated mm-hmm. series. Never seen it. Which really... Cont- I think if you're enjoying Mandalorian, mm. really recommend going back and watching the animated series on Disney Plus for, like, um, Clone Wars, mm. Rebels, just to get a bit of a, a backstory about what's been going on mm. in between the times of the Clone Wars, but also, like, you know, where the Mandalorian is. Because it's yeah. actually a very small space of time, if yeah. you kind of think about it. And, um, yeah, no, it's so intriguing. And you're getting so much more diversity and getting so much more, um, like, like narrative texture to the way it's shot. I mean, everyone talks about it being a space western, but in recent episodes we're seeing... You know, so much of like Chambara, like this kind of Japanese influence on the films. Mm. Like I Peyton Reed did a, a, an episode this season that was very much like a real proper like B-movie horror, which felt like the thing meets like mm. eight-legged freaks. It was just this, it's usurping cool. what you think about what a Star Wars film is to open mm. up to what it's like when you're focused on a place that is not... Um, confined by the Skywalker narrative. Yeah. I think it's so important. And there's so much like, I mean, I'm waiting for like a Dr. Aphra movie, which is, or a series maybe, but Dr. Aphra is this amazing kind of, kind of anti-hero. You don't know if she's, she's kind of like, um, like Indiana Jones, but she's less moral. Never even heard of her. Right. So she, she turned up in Darth Vader's, like the comic books. And, and the ones where you kind of, you know, in between, uh, a New Hope and a Empire Strikes Back, right? You know, in New Hope, like the Death Star gets blown up. Mm-hmm. And you have to imagine, like, well, Darth Vader's going to get in fucking shit for that. Like, mm-hmm. he's not going back to the Empire, like, oh, big hero, is he? It's like he's allowed the Death Star to get broken up. So yeah. it's kind of like focused on those areas, those in between bits, in between like films to understand, mm-hmm. contextualize like what they went through. And introducing into this kind of area is Dr. Afro, who's like this like female, she's like queer. Uh, she's she kind of like she's out for herself she's just trying to find you know all these kind of expense like things archa- she's an archaeologist turns mm. it like slash adventurer she mm. kind of has a very she's kind of like the Mandalorian and like she has this kind of like murky sense of right and wrong but she does have a kind of code mm-hmm. that stops her from being totally bad yeah it's like honestly it's so good I'm waiting waiting for that to, for her to come okay yeah. I, I'm gonna have to google her AP H-R-A, Dr. Afra. Uh, who would play Dr. Afra? She'd have to be someone who's like East Asian, maybe. I think that's what Kieran Gillen kind of invented the character. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does, um, Kieran Gillen mm-hmm. writes What's It's Face with yeah, um, yeah. Jamie McKelvey. What's that? The, the Wicked Divine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so good. And I like, uh, she, uh, I don't know, who would you get? You could get someone like a Gemma Chan character, kind of, but maybe someone who's like Maya Erskine. Do you see, know mm. Maya Skin? Have you seen no. Pen 15? I think that's what it's called, Pen no. 15. It's this comedy series on, it's on Sky Atlantic and it's about like adult, like there's two best friends who are kind of going to school in 2000, early noughties, but they're adults playing their like 13 year old versions of themselves. It's mm. an amazing com- comedy. But yeah, I, I'd honestly love to see it. I've never seen, I've never even heard of that show. So you're going to have to send it to me. Yeah. But what I uh, will say, okay, so we, 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 we're, we're going to, we're wrapping it up ish because I'm drunk. <laughs> um, I know. We don't want to get any lawsuits. So I we feel don't like want I'm about any lawsuits. Like... So what, we, 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 what I will say is 
Hannah Flint to the, to the world. It is Christmas. I'm going to be uh, releasing this at Christmas. Uh, what I will say is, what advice after um, the shit show of 2020 would would you want to give to people, every, everyone out there? What would you say to people, uh, your friends, your countrymen? Uh, what would you say to people in 2020? Like, uh, what would you advise them for this Christmas? How how do they feel? Would they feel so lost? Yeah. Can you help them feel discovered? Yeah, I just think give yourself a break. It's been such a weird years, and it's so hard because I think some people have been doing kind of well, feeling good. I'm saying this, but other people haven't. And just mm. you know, allow your t- this time to just kind of chill. Watch the shows that you want to watch. Don't set yourself any kind of like you know, wait till the new year's, set yourself resolutions. Like this is the perfect time to eat the shit that you want, drink the shit Mm -hmm. that you want and just don't even get dressed. Like seriously, don't get dressed. Like just wear your pajamas. It's a lie. Like honestly, it's bullshit. Wear your pajamas all the time. Who wants to get dressed up? Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Wear your pajamas. So that's my biggest advice. Wear your pajamas. Wear your pajamas. Okay, buy some pajamas. Wear your pajamas. Buy some pajamas. And then wear them. And then then literally don't wash them so they've got a nice homely feel of them. And then when it's like January 1st, burn them and burn 2020. Burn 2020. Burn your friends. Burn your... Burn. (laughs) Burn everything. Burn. Burn your... Burn. (laughs) Burn your house down. Yeah. Burn it all. Um, because they can't get you, just change your name and leave the country. And that is my, that is our advice for 2020. Get a new passport. Um, I just, <laughs> <laughs> new passport. It takes a while actually, doesn't it? Uh, get a new passport. Uh, I just did it recently and I got a blue one. A little did br- you get a blue one? I got a blue one. I had to get it. Mine oh, you're like, so Brexit. I'm so Brexit. I got to wait. Right I hopefully by the time in 2027, I can get a bl- normal one. It's not. Uh, yeah, true. Who cares though? Who, who gives cares a, if you know it's who, fucking who, blue who, or red? You know, you know what? I, I, obviously, everyone knows. Come on. It'd be quite contradictory if I was pro-Brexit, right? At this point. Uh, for everyone knowing my uh, political opinions. But um, can I just say, despite political opinions, aesthetically... Quite a nice little passport. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. Actually, looks actually looks all right. Uh, so there there are uh, upswings to all of this. Um, uh, can I just say before I say any sign outs, make sure uh, if you're listening to this before Christmas, if you are listening to it after Christmas, ignore this. Maybe even pause it now, delete the podcast, put on your episode of Stuff You Should Know or uh, whatever other podcast. But if you listen to it before Christmas, I I just want to say, enjoy yourself, uh, drink something lovely uh, and, you know, Hannah's having a Dorito right at this moment. Um, You know... Wow, like, call me out. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's no secrets here. Like, eat whatever's in front of you. It doesn't matter. Just enjoy yourself, love yourself, and be happy with where you are uh, because you're, you're, you're wonderful, you're existing, and you survived 2020. I had fucking corona and I survived 2020. Yeah. Uh, we've all lost people in this year and it's been horrible. Uh, and all we can do is just continue on to be our best selves. Yes. And that is, that, that, that is all I w- will say. Uh, and don't be too hard on yourself and be kind to yourself. Yeah. So that that would be my advice for this year and take time next year if we can travel to go and travel that is my mm. advice I don't know if I will even do more podcasts or episodes of this podcast so the one thing I say was take time next year if we can to travel and enjoy yourself that's um, all I will say and buy pajamas buy some fucking pajamas <laughs> man I don't even have any I just wear fucking trackies in the daytime oh you're night. getting a pair of PJs for Christmas son <laughs> <laughs> I wear trackies in the day trackies in the night I wear trackies all the time the same ones I don't even change out of them This the same ones that I wake up in the same thing I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping in I'll be honest with you so why don't you buy buy some goddamn PJs that's all I say Hannah Flint actually you know year. what's what's your prediction for 2021 let's uh, let's hear it let's 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 throw my prediction for 2021 um we survive um <laughs> we survive that's a good prediction crossed. like that's my prediction yeah. um uh it's hard isn't it like what to think about um um I hope we're gonna get a Mandalorian season three mm-hmm. I hope personally um 
I'm gonna go travel, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I'm I'm hoping that once fucking Trump goes, mm-hmm. sorry to bring up Trump. God, we did a whole fucking session without. I forgot. Trump. I forgot about him. But like, I really just, I just kind of want us to like focus on the kind of things that are less massive and focus on the actual issues that are affecting us in a daily basis. Like. I want Brexit to be done. I want this pandemic to be done so we can actually focus on the other things that mm-hmm. need to be sorted in our country. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, you know, homelessness, systemic racism. Like, let's give this actually time it deserves rather than, you know, pushing it to the wayside. Talking um, and listening. Yeah. But also, I would really like a Marvel movie released in cinemas. Oh, in <laughs> of course. No, I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. I'd really like to watch a Marvel film. I want to take you to a movie, babe. Oh, man, I, I want to be there. Yeah, thank you, Hannah. Everyone else, I mean, just get, look, I'll be honest, keep drinking. Get every booze you can uh, find and just fucking drink it. I'll be honest, because it's the only way. If you can get your hands on Valium, fucking take it. Uh, we're all in for a little rocky road uh, for the next little while, so do that. And, you know, if there's a vaccine, fucking have it. Who gives a fuck? Free drugs. It's free drugs. Oh my god, it's free drugs. <laughs> Give me some of them. So good luck to you and everyone else. I hope this is a good little time capsule for the future. That was part two featuring Hannah Ines Flint. Thank you so much to Hannah. And you know what? I'm not thanking anyone else because it, it was just us two. And we were socially distanced and careful in case you were worried or in case you're the police. So that's what happened. Thanks for trying podcast will return at some stage. Do not worry. But before then, tell your friends about the how many episodes I've done? About the 40 episodes I've done already. Make sure you go back and listen to them. Those ads that you hear on this, they don't pay me very much at all, I'll be honest. So, you know, just keep them repeat, send them to some people, and let's hope for the fucking best. And you know what? Go listen to my music. If you like this music you're hearing under this, under me talking right now, and you want to hear me rap because you haven't had enough of me from this then go listen to The Last Skeptic on Spotify, Amazon blah 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 you know all the fucking services and what they're called if you don't this is probably pointless me saying it anyway so thank you again look after yourselves please it's a very 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 difficult time and check in on the people you love and the people you don't love just check in on everybody just do that and uh, keep your head up Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 